Hi guys, welcome to episode three. I am excited that y'all are here. Um, I'm going to kind of get right into this one because this one has been kind of hard for me. Um, we had a service tonight and so it uh, really kind of helped kick me into gear on some stuff. So you'll hear a little bit more about that during this. So now if I can read my notes and stuff. So I'm kind of titling this, what are you doing? What are you doing for God? God has called us to do something. Doesn't matter what it may be, but he's called us to do something. He may have called you to work or to take care of kids or to fly an airplane or to go overseas and be a missionary. I mean, it, God's called us to something. Um, it may be to start a business or start some a nonprofit of some sort or some t- sort of ministry or something like that. And so my biggest uh, takeaway from this evening was he was talking about starting things but not finishing. And so we have to be finishers of what God has asked us to do. So my biggest thing is, so if you've started it, keep going. Don't give up. Don't stop. Um, If you haven't started it, try to find a plan and or make a plan and try to find a way to to get started in that, whether it's finding the right resources or um, asking the right questions to start to the right people. Um, it doesn't really matter what it is, but there's things. Um, some stuff from tonight, though, like we were just talking about how this year is about finishing stuff that he started or or starting the things that he has asked us to do. And that this year is going to be just an amazing year of that. And and I really sat there. Like I, I worshipped a little bit in worship. And it just something just didn't feel right for me. And it was nothing to do with the worship. Because that was amazing. It was stuff that I had been dealing with inside. Um, in my personal life. And so... I just sat there and I was like, I was trying to worship. And then at one point, kind of close to the end of worship, I finally felt like something had changed. And so I'm sitting there and we're we're worshiping a little bit more. And then it goes and then he starts talking about, you know, he's called you to do something. He's called you to start stuff. And, And I really, I didn't stand up when he asked about like things that, you know, you're not doing. And because I was like, I'm doing my things, right? Like, God called me to start the podcast. And so I did that. But this whole week, I have fallen back into my distractions. And I know that happens, right? Like we get all excited about something and we start doing these things. And then we get those distractions. And it might not be the same distractions, right? Like mine's not the same distractions. This time it's been, some of them are the same. Social media is a big one. I'll just sit there and I'll like go on and look. And the next thing I know, it's like 30 minutes later. And so, but then I also have a couple of games on my phone or on my iPad that I like to do 
um, each day and uh, things like that, that like I'll start playing those and, and not realizing and then it's like an hour later and I've just wasted time. And then there's distractions of lies that Satan is, you know, or the, the devil is putting in my head and and I'm starting to believe it are lies that I used to believe that are coming back and I'm being reminded of things and I just get discouraged and I get down and I wouldn't say fully depressed, but it just kind of like knocks you down because you're all excited about something. You're all excited about what God's asked you to do and you start doing it or you're getting ready to do it and something comes up and and it doesn't happen or or you get discouraged some way or something takes your focus off of what God's called you to do. And I'm here to tell you that, yes, there are times that things are going to come at us and it's going, it may discourage us and it may tell us that, you know, something may remind us from that we failed at something previously, but that doesn't mean that we'll fail at something now. That he's, if he's called you to it, we can't let it sit dormant in our lives you know, like I have had the vision to be able to speak in youth ministries and in women's events and in churches for a very long time. And after my divorce, I allowed that to sit very dormant in it. And I just, it sat there and I finally got back into serving and into youth ministry three years ago now. Um, but then I just felt like I wasn't doing everything I could. I was just helping in youth and I wasn't pursuing anything. And And then I had opportunities opportunities to be able to speak in youth, which was starting to grow that fire again. And then, then I, but I felt like I was missing something, like God still had more for me and, and it was women's ministry. And I was like, I don't know how to get involved in some of that stuff. And so like I've called a couple of my friends that are in it, but nothing's taken. And then this came along. And I've had this on my heart for a while as far as a podcast and stuff. And and it really wasn't what I was expecting. Like I expected this. I'm pretty sure I put this in one of my other episodes that it was going to be later on in my life. Like after I was speaking and after all this stuff, because then people would know who I was and would start listening. And but God was like, no, that's not what I want. I want you to start it now. And He's play, he had placed it on my heart all last year, and I just used every distraction I could. And he brought some of those back, and I was just like, no, you're not good enough. You're not doing what you need to be doing, and I'm going to like take my focus off of it. And that's what he did. Like He used things to take my focus off of what I was supposed to be doing. I literally wrote this sitting here tonight, between 10.30 and 11, because I had set a goal that I would post something every Sunday. My goal was to do it like Sunday afternoon, not, you know, almost midnight Sunday night. But it's one of those things is I I made that decision that I was going to do it. And no matter what distractions come my way and no matter how down I get and how discouraged I might get, I made myself a promise that I was going to do this and I'm going to stick to it. And that's something that we have to do. We have to stick to it. We have to not give up and we can't stop. 
because it's something that God has birthed in us. Whatever it might be, we have to do that. And it was such a great reminder tonight to be able to hear that again. And and then after the sermon, we worship, worshiped more and it just felt like a release. And and what what I find so reassuring is the way Holy Spirit works is someone came up, came, kind of prayed over me and kind of gave me a word slash in their prayer was talking about reigniting the spark and the fire that was inside me and stuff. And I'm like, that's, it was exactly what I needed considering the name of this podcast. Yes, Sparks is my maiden name. And, but it's because God put in me that I would be sparking different things in lives of others, whether it's an idea or creativity. And it didn't matter what, what he wasn't, I wasn't doing it. He was doing it through me. I'm not the one technically sparking the ideas. I'm being a vessel for him to spark the things inside of each, uh, each person who hears this. And so it was just such encouraging, and I'm going to continue here, but that wasn't even all of what I was going to say, and and I didn't even have that in there. So, um, But he knows what he gave you, right? Like, he gave you this, and he knows, and he's he's wanting you to build on it, and he's given it to you to do because he knows that you're the right person for it. He is one that says, I know that this person will be able to get it done. And that's why he put that inside you. And a scripture that I like about this, like it's one of those things like he knows that he did it, but you have to understand that it doesn't matter what comes your way. And so something that I like to remind myself is um, Joshua 1.9. It says, be, cora- be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. And do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. God gave this idea to you or this job to you, whatever it might be. And so he will be with you wherever you go. So be courageous in whatever that you're doing, whatever he has for you to do. He'll also guide you through what he's got you got you doing. What, whatever he has given you to do, he's not going to just say, here, do it and not help, right? He will guide you through it. You just have to ask. He'll give you the resources that you need. You just have to ask him. And one of my verses is um, Psalm eighteen thirty two. It says, it, it is God who arms me with strength and keeps my way secure. So he's guiding you. And so that everything that you do, the steps that you take are the ones that you're supposed to be taking. And that everything that you set your mind to do, he's going to give you the strength to continue on and the strength to to get to the next thing, the next set of steps that you need to do and the next step that you need to do, because it's not going to just come all at once. It's going to be a step by step process. And like I said, struggles come, right? Those, the um, obstacles and the, and the distractions, that stuff is going to come. And the struggles that come and some of those obstacles that come seem like they're just beating you up and they have just got you so discouraged. 
But 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty seven says, But thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, I was at a different church this morning listening to a friend of mine that I hadn't seen in years and talking about trusting in him. And he talked about, you know, thanking God, and I'll read this scripture later, but, you know, thanking God through the storms and who's going to thank him through the storm? Like you don't think to do that because you're in the middle of the storm and your, your, your mind is focused on the storm and not on him sometimes. And that's what happens with those storms. And we need to, we need to really dive back into him when stuff like that comes. We have to refocus ourselves onto that and onto him and refocus our mind on what he has called us to do and on the promises that he's given us. And after our struggles, I just feel like God's trying to remind us that it's not, like I said, we have to focus on him. It's not us. Like we can't do this on our own. There's there's nothing that I can do on my own accord without him on anything that he's given me to do. And I think that's something that I've been struggling with this week was I've been trying to find something to talk about, but I wasn't asking God what I'm supposed to talk about. And that's something that I've struggled with is I'm like, okay, I've got to do this and I've got to do that and I've got to do this, but it's not. It's God, what am I supposed to do with this? God, what am I supposed to be doing in this area and in this area and then in that area? In the different areas of my life, I have to bring him into it. I can't just be like church and I and I know that and I know other people know that and and I'm sure you've heard it, especially if you've been in church, that we have to give it all over to him and living life, sometimes that's hard to do. But we have to remember that it's not ours. We can't do it on our own. We can only do it with him. Matthew nineteen twenty six says that Jesus looked at them and said that with man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. What they were trying to do, if they had done it by themselves, it would have been impossible. But because God was there and God was in the situation, it made it possible and it made it happen and it made it to where it was able to happen and and it's one of those things that sometimes I don't think there's times in my life I'm I'm sitting there and I'm trying to do what I feel like God's trying to have me do it but I'm not bringing him into the situation at that moment and I'm trying to do it on my own and I can't it fails things whenever I try to do stuff on my own I can't do it I've been trying to write a sermon and I sat down last night and I'm sitting there trying to write something to speak to our students on. And I could not come up with anything. Like, it is all in my head and it's all a big jumble. And then I was reading a book and it really felt like it brought it clear. But then when I sat down to try to write it again, it wasn't. But it's because I didn't say, God, what am I supposed to say? What are you wanting me to tell these students? And it's something that I have to sit down now and do because I have to have this <laughs> by Wednesday. 
And there's times that I do that and then it seems like I procrastinate and it's because I've been trying to do it on my own and I can't do that. My favorite thing to do though is with all of this is we have to be bold in what he has given us to do. I am not one to listen to myself after I've recorded. So when I've spoken lately, um, the last few times I've spoken in youth, I'll record it. I literally don't listen to it. I literally just post it on the YouTube channel. I cannot listen to what I've said. And I've had to go back and listen so that I can learn from what I've done because I'm, I'm still getting used to speaking again. I used to not speak in public places like this and in youth. I used to do it when I was married because that's what we did. And that's part of my calling, but I didn't do it for, oh, like 10 years probably. And maybe, maybe even longer, I feel like. And so finally getting back into it, I, I feel like I still struggle. And I know I say like a lot or, um, in different things, in different situations, in different settings. There's certain words that I use or, or different just, and when on video there, I like, I talk with my hands a lot and I'm talking with my hand now and y'all can't see it, but I do. And so it's those smaller things that I have to go and I have to learn. And so it not to distract someone else with those so that I have to be mindful and I have to learn what I'm doing, but I have to be bold in it. And that's the biggest thing is I don't like to hear myself when it's recorded or whatever, but I have to make sure that I do it so that I can become more bold in the things that I do for him and the things that he's called me to do, I have to do them boldly and I have to step out of my comfort zone. And so 2 Timothy 1.7 is one I absolutely love and I still struggle with part of this, but it says, for the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. I have not... I still struggle with my self-discipline on certain things. That's why I get distracted. That's why things, I wait till the last minute on things because I have not fully been able to to holster, I guess, my self-discipline. That's not the right word, but it's the one that's coming to my head. I haven't been able to control that self-discipline where I need it to, to where I'm, you know, and not just in working on speaking and stuff, but I mean, my diet and meal prepping and my exercising daily, like my self-discipline is something that I'm still working on, but I'm stepping out and I'm being bold and I'm trying to bring God into every aspect of my life, including my eating and working out and every aspect of it that I still struggle. And it's something that we struggle with. And I am trying to not be timid in even like my workout and my, and my, um, meal planning, but sometimes it's hard and sometimes we struggle. So I just want you to know though, that the God gives us an advocate to help us overcome any tragedy and trials, right? Like back in, at the beginning of this, I was telling you that, um, 
we're going to go through those, but he gives us the advocate to help us overcome those. He's a provider and he knows um, what's needed, not always what we want, but what's needed. And that's something that, you know, we can struggle with is we want something, but it's not the things that we want, but it's the things that we need that he's going to provide for us. And he's a father that believes in us and has a plan and a purpose for us. Jeremiah 29, 11 is one of my favorite verses, especially working with teenagers, because it talks about he has a plan for us and a hope and a future for us. He's got it planned out for us. We just have to take his hand and let him guide us through it. We must be prepared. And I think that's something that I forget to do on a daily basis is I try to spend my time with God in the morning. And there's sometimes that I don't because I wake up late or I'm running late doing something else. And and it's something that has hit me really big this week is being prepared. You know, when you go into battle, you put on an armor and you put on all the stuff. You have your weapons and all of that stuff with you. But on a daily basis, are we putting on the armor of God? Like, that's something that I don't do on a daily basis. Not purposefully. Like, I know my, you know, I know, like, my armor and, you know, the the armor of God and everything. But am I fully putting that on daily? Or am I just taking things that I know because I was raised in that and I learned it at a young age? Am I, but, like, mentally, am I fully preparing myself for the day? Are we waking up and saying, God, I need you today. Help guide me through today. Because there's some days I don't. And I'll sit there and I'll praise and worship and I'll sing the songs on the way to work or whatever because I drive into work. It's about 30 minutes, 20 to 30 minute drive. And I'll sit there and I'll listen to the songs and stuff. But am I being intentional with that time to where I'm saying, God, Whatever it is that I have to go through today, be with me. Protect me. Keep me in what you have for me. And there's times that I don't. But what I like is, and I'm not reading all of the armor of God, but if you don't know it, it's it's in Ephesians. Ephesians 6.13, it says, Therefore take up the full armor of God, that you will be able to resist the evil day, and having done everything, stand firm. So read the armor of God, because it talks about, you know, your helmet of salvation, it's its keeping those lies out, like in your head, like it's protecting your mind. And there's a breastplate to protect your heart. And you have your sword of the spirit so that you know God's word. And it's got um, shoes and it's to, you know, and in my opinion, it's guiding you. And so, and there's more to it. But to dive deeper into that, that's a different, that'll be a whole different um, episode. But to really fully take that on and be prepared for what he has for us and what he's leading us into. Our biggest thing, though, is going to be building our faith, even through the trials. We have to take courage that our trials are there for a purpose and we're going to learn from it as they come. And so it may not be something that, you know, I don't believe that God gives us trials. I think he allows them and will use them for our good. Because it does say in the Bible, he will use things, the bad for our good. 
And so in James 1, 2, and 3, it says, Consider it all joy when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And that's the biggest thing is we have to have that endurance. And yes, trials are going to come. We know that. And, but it's like I had mentioned earlier, we have to count that all joy. We consider that joy because we know that no matter what comes our way, as long as we stay focused and we stay on the end goal of what he has called us to do. And if we are pursuing that constantly, the connection with him and the connection that we're wanting and wanting to do and complete the work that he's given us to do, we will have trials, but we can consider joy because it is going to produce endurance in our faith and in our walk with him. And that is just, that's what I feel like God is having me do. Are you being consistent? Are you considering it joy when trials come? What are you doing for him that he's called you to do? And are you doing it the way he's needing you to do it? And are you being courageous? And are you being bold? And are you joyful in that? So I want you to think about it. Think about how that works and how you can do it and take steps on what you're supposed to be doing that he's called you to do. And make a plan. Like, this is what he's had for me. So like, for myself... My goal is to have what I'm supposed to be doing, at least start writing out what I'm supposed to be doing. So I write all my stuff out before I I record it. My goal is to have a lot of that record written down at least, maybe not recorded, but started by Tuesday night. I'm going through different things. I have class on two Mondays. I have youth on Wednesday. So Tuesday is my night to be at home by myself and be able to concentrate on a couple of things. This being one, I have to work on my time management so that may be something that you have to do as well. But start making steps, start making a plan, get guidance however you need to do it, but find a plan on what he's called you to do and make those plans and make the steps to be able to accomplish that. I want to see this year grow like never before. And I want to see each and every person that listens to this to be able to say, this is my year, this is my month, this is my week, whatever it might be. This is my decade. Like I'm going for years, right? Like I'm I'm not planning on leaving anytime soon. So I'm I'm here and I'm I'm planning these things out. That is what I want for y'all. So with that being said, I um, look forward to next week. Next week is going to be a little bit, I think, on what, as of right now, what I'm preaching on Wednesday will be most of what I speak on uh, next week. So I think I already have that one planned, which is good. But um, but the next months to come, I don't have anything yet. So um, if there's any topics you want, feel free to send them to me. I am open um, to do things to do new topics. Um, right now I'm just, I'm writing what I feel like God has put on my heart. And so I hope that y'all have a great week and until next time, love y'all.